I was just thinking because Jesus is talking to me about the imperishable crown. And the imperishable crown, of course, is the crown of righteousness. We were talking about um, our imperishable bodies so that we don't die. So that when Jesus comes, we're awarded that crown of righteousness. And so I was thinking just a second ago that Hosea says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And seriously, many don't even know they're perishing. There's so many lies that the enemy tells that you're not going to even know it's a lie unless you know the Word of God, unless you know Jesus, unless you've been going after that imperishable crown. Paul said that it's like what we do. I like the way you said it. It's like hitting the wind. You know, we run around doing this, that, and the other thing, trying to accomplish things. And um, he compared it to boxing or a sport. You know, we discipline ourselves for this imperishable crown, for, for this reward that will perish. And as I said, I like the way he said that we're just like hitting at the air. We're doing all these things. And do they matter? Do they matter? Because this life here is going to burn. This life here is going to perish. The earth is going to burn. And so all the things that we're doing here are really, if we're not seeking Jesus, for nothing. If we're not going after that imperishable crown, we aren't going to get that imperishable body. And it's, it's as if what we did was for nothing. Running around trying to figure out what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, who you're going to be when you grow up. And um, quickly, before we die, let's quick have fun. That is the ignorance of the world that we have. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us, for pointing things out to us, for not giving up on us. And we just, we want to know, Lord. We want to know. Those of us who are listening, we want to know. And I know those people, Lord, that aren't listening, if they knew, they would have wanted to know. So thank you for reaching out to us. Give you all the praise and all the glory. So um, a little ahead of myself here. I got a little excited. Jesus is coming, and he is, he is distraught that we're not ready. He is. He's distraught that we're not ready. Second Timothy 4, 8. Now here is an in store for me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but all those who have longed for his appearing. And those who are longing for his appearing are the ones who are fighting that good fight of faith. The kingdom of God is taken by force. And so many believe that lie that God loves everyone Everyone goes to heaven, but you have to be engaged with him. As we talked about yesterday, we have to walk in the spirit and let go of the things of the world because the things of the world are, as Paul said, we're just fighting the air. It doesn't make any sense. It's silly if you have the knowledge of God.
It's absolutely silly. What I was saying before is many are like, let's quick have all the fun we can because then when when we die, um, it's over. And they have no idea that there is eternal life after this and that we have to make a choice and we have to start walking in that choice now. I don't know. Many think that they're just going to fall asleep. And that's that. Many do have that idea. Or they think, well, if I go to hell, it'll be fine. I'll be okay with it. And I want to say, you're not going to be okay with it. And your lack of knowledge makes you think so. And if you want to get knowledge, look at the Word of God. That's the truth. That's the only truth there is. Um, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. I have kept my faith. From now on, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous God, will award to me on that day, and only to me, not only to me, but those who crave his appearing. Make every effort to come to me quickly. 1 Corinthians 9.25 in the Amplified Classic Bible. Now every athlete who goes into training conducts himself temperately and restricts himself in all things. They do it to win a wreath that will soon wither. But we do it to receive a crown of eternal blessedness that cannot wither. Therefore, do not run uncertain, uncertainly without definite aim. I do not box like one beating the air and striking without an adversary. But like a boxer, I buffet my body, I handle it roughly, I discipline my hardships and subdue it for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit, not stay on the test to be approved and rejected as a counterfeit. So notice how he says, um, without certainty, being uncertain. So many people on the earth are uncertain about everything. They're not sure. And um, they're just taking chances all the time. And I want to say that you are taking a chance if you're not going after Jesus, if you're not taking the time to get to know him and find out that you are in a race the clock is ticking and Jesus is coming. And if you haven't fought for that imperishable crown, you will perish. You will perish and you won't fight for that if you have a lack of knowledge. If you knew what was happening, certainly you would get ready for this race. You would get on your armor and you would fight to have faith. You would fight to be hungry for Jesus. You would know that Jesus said, if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. You would know what he said if you were seeking after him. You would know the things of the Spirit. And you would, you would know that if you don't fight, if you don't seek after Jesus, that you will perish and you will live in hell forever. And hell won't be okay with you because you'll know. Because you'll see what those who aren't looking don't see. And those of us that say we're Christians, we got to get their attention. We got to get their attention by doing the Word of God and, and making it come alive in our life. The churches are dead, they're without power. 
look around. Is anything happening that Jesus did or Jesus said would happen? He said, you're going to go do what I was doing and doing greater, and we're doing less. And we're not doing what he did. And so the blind can't see because we're the blind leading the blind. The blind. And so all that self-control that we use for things that don't matter, we need to use to discipline ourselves to stay on that narrow path. We have to sign up for persecution because Jesus said you're blessed if you're persecuted because he was persecuted. If you're being persecuted, then of course you're in the race. You got to sign up. You have to sign up and not be held down by sickness and disease, the lies of the enemy. If we believe the lies of the enemy, then he's our father. We've learned that. If he's our father, then we get to live with him forever. But if you don't know Jesus, you're going to say, I don't care. I can live in hell. I hear people say that all the time. No, you can't. You're deceived into thinking that your life here is so bad that if you end it, it's going to get better. No, it's going to get worse. If you have afflictions here, it's because you're living under the curse. Deuteronomy says, if you fully obey the Lord your God and you do what is right in his eyes, you're going to be blessed in every area of your life. If you don't, you're going to live under the curse. And if you're miserable, you're living under the curse. If you have one thing happen to you after another, you're living under, under the curse. Satan is toying with you. He knows what's going on and you don't. The Bible says even the demons believe. We say we believe and they, and they shudder. They're afraid. We say we believe. But what, what are we believing? What is it that we believe? That there's a God? Even the, the demons believe that. Jesus said, faith without action is dead. Faith without action is dead. If you believe, you're going to act like you believe. You're going to fight for that imperishable crown. You're going to know you need that imperishable body or you will perish. You, If you believe, you won't perish for lack of knowledge. And you can do that test right here, right now. Are you sick? Do you have disease? Are there things in your lives that you can't solve because you don't know Jesus? Because you're not doing his well? On that day, he said, many are going to say, Lord, Lord. But they're not going to enter in the kingdom of heaven because they don't do the will of the Father. How can you do the will of the Father if you don't know his will? You're perishing because you don't know his will. By his stripes you were healed. When you meditate those things that are happening to you, you're getting deeper and deeper. The enemy's getting a stronger and stronger hold on you. And starts in your thinking. He controls your thinking. He controls your life. If you don't take captive every thought, like the Bible said, Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. You didn't do what I told you to do. You're perishing because you're not taking control of your thinking. Anything that exalts itself above the word of God, we are to get rid of. 
My body says I'm sick. Yeah, but Jesus said, by his stripes you were healed. Just the other day, I had something happening to me. And I said the word for three days and it stopped. Time after time, things that have happened to me, I believe the word. I said, by his stripes I was healed. And it happened. Take captive every thought that it exalts itself above the true knowledge of God. Jesus already made provision for your feeling, your healing. God has already made provision for every part of your life. And when you accept what is, you're accepting the devil's ploy against you. You're accepting defeat. He was defeated. If we are going to be victorious, if our name isn't going to be blotted out of the book of life, then we can't be defeated at the same time. And so our fight is to be victorious, to gain that imperishable body, the crown of righteousness. Is, means you believed. You didn't live on the earth with the enemy knocking you here and there and everywhere. You took authority over him because you knew you were supposed to. You know, so many people are like, I don't know why God's not doing this, and, and I don't know why this is happening, and it's one thing after another. And then, why isn't God doing anything? I don't think he loves me. Did you take authority? Did you know that he said all power and authority has been given unto me, and now I'm giving it to you, and now you go do what I was doing? If you don't know that, you're going to just let the enemy be knocking you here and there and everywhere. You know, sometimes even um, if you have plans to go somewhere and you're all excited about it, you put all this time and energy into it, and then it's over. And then what? You go back to your old life. Jesus is coming. And it's worth all your time and energy to get ready for. Because if you don't, you will perish. It's black and white. you got to make a choice and you have to hurry. Jesus said there's not much time. It's not much, there's not much time to get your crown. Your crown of righteousness. Being a part of his life. Being engaged with him. Knowing what's going on. Moving into the spiritual realm, into the kingdom of God, so you're ready to move into the kingdom. When he gets here, the trumpet's going to blow. It's going to sound. The trumpet's going to sound. You're going to hear it, and you're going to be freaking out that he's here, he's here, and I got my crown, and I get to go with him. No more sorrow, no more pain, no more enemy it's done. It's finished. We get to live with God. But when you hear the trumpet and you don't know what it is and you're freaking out and your kids are going, Mommy, Daddy, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, things come back to you and you start, you got like a couple seconds to realize because in a blink of an eye, it's going to be over. You will perish. But you're going to know. You're going to know in a second what happened when you stand before Jesus. 
Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. You can call him Lord. You can think you're doing this great thing for him. Um, you know, you got this church going on, and um, you do Bible studies and this, that, and the other thing for God. He said, many are going to say, but Lord, we cast out demons in your name. We did many mighty works in your name. He said, but you didn't do the will of the Father. You didn't do what I said. You quit. You gave up. You might have been acting. What did Paul say? He said, um, he didn't want to be found as unapproved and unapproved, rejected, counterfeit. How often do people put on a front? How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm great. I love Jesus. But what is really going on? What do you do during the week? And then go to church on Sunday and make believe. You can't make believe in front of Jesus. He knows what's going on. You can't be a hypocrite and him not know it. And so we got to fight to walk the walk, to walk down that narrow path. The enemy is constantly going to be testing you. And you got to sign up for it, actually. You got to sign up for it. Jesus did. He was led in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights to be tempted and tested by the enemy. Are you ready? Are you ready? Because he's going to tempt you and test you. Because he's fighting your salvation, whether you know it or not. He roams around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. He comes dressed as an angel of light. And so if you're not walking in the Spirit, you don't even know it. You don't even know it. Think you're hearing God, and you're not. Because the enemy, he pets your flesh. I always like to do this. He pets you and says, it's okay. It's all right, because he doesn't want you to have that imperishable crown. It's okay. God understands. You're the greater one living in you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, and you want the devil telling you it's okay. You want to be listening to that lie, thinking it's okay. He pets your flesh. That's all there is to it. He hates you. He's going to lie to you. Do you know any liars? I do. They just say what you want to hear and never follow through with what they said they're going to do. They're evil. And you can't see them on your own. You need help. We need Jesus. He wants to give you that imperishable crown. He wants to see you as that bride without spot or wrinkle. He's preparing you now. He's telling you things to come. And if you don't choose to fight that good fight of faith, to make it your quest to know Jesus and walk in his power, prepare the way for him, then you're going to perish. You need to know him. You need to find out what's going on. Maybe you don't know the things of God. And you, you hear um, maybe in a restaurant or something, a table of believers, people who do know God, talking. 
Or maybe someone comes up to you and says something to you and you have no idea what they're talking about. And you think they're off the wall and they're scary and they're freaky. And it's because you're walking in the dark. You're not walking in the light. You don't get to see what we get to see if you're not seeking Jesus. You can even call yourself a Christian and not be walking in the Spirit. You can be going, you know, looking here and there to find out how to do this, that, and the other thing that a Christian's supposed to do and not be led by the Spirit, but by opinions, theories, and reasonings, and you're going to be in trouble. That's what the Pharisees did. They thought they were right. They thought they were doing a good thing. And Jesus said, your father is a devil. Because if he wasn't, you'd listen to me. But you're not. You got your own rules. You got your own opinion. And they, they sounded stupid. They talked stupid. They didn't know what they were doing. And without Jesus, we look pretty stupid, ignorant. Because we don't know what we're doing. Jesus wants to help us. He's reaching out to us. He doesn't want us to perish. He's long-suffering. He's in pain because we're not listening. We're not paying attention. We're not paying attention to him. If you pay attention, if you're ready to heed his voice, if you want to live with him forever, it's not just praying a prayer and, and thinking you got a ticket to heaven. That's not what it is. It's like leaving that life behind because you know it's going to end. And hang on to that new life that you're promised. Make sure you get in the door. Make sure you get through that door. Jesus said to the five foolish virgins when they were banging on the door, Lord, Lord, let us in. He said, I wasn't acquainted with you. Because they weren't paying attention. They weren't getting ready. Jesus said, watch and pray. You don't know the day or the hour I'm coming, but you got to be ready when I get here. He calls us the bride. He's the groom. Right? What bride doesn't get ready for her wedding? How come only the groom's getting ready? Because the bride doesn't believe she's getting married. The only reason you're not getting ready is you don't believe. Faith comes by hearing, so what are you listening to? Faith comes by hearing the word. You can't have faith in Jesus, in the kingdom of God, in his ways. It's not going to make any sense to you unless you decide you're going to believe and go and find out. Zechariah. He went up to Jesus and he said, he snuck out in the night, in fact, and he said, he saw something different about Jesus. What is it? And Jesus said, you got to be born again to see, enter into the kingdom of God. And that's a decision. You have to know that you can't see and you can't get ready for Jesus if you're not born again. If you're not baptized in the Spirit, you have to go to Jesus and say, I want to see. I want you to be my God. I want to be born of the Spirit. I want to see what I can't see without you. I want to live with you forever. I don't want to live in hell. 
And he'll show you himself. It's okay to humble yourself and just be transparent before Jesus because he can see you anyway. But when you do that, you send the enemy running. You don't want him to control your life. And that's what's happening if you don't choose Jesus. He's controlling your life. And he does not love you. He does not care about you. But he'll sell you anything he can't. He's a liar. Just so that he can keep you from Jesus. So that he can be your God. He wants to be your God, just like in the garden. He wanted to be Adam and Eve's God. That's why he told them what to do and he got them to listen. He wants to be your God. He wants to drag you to hell with him because that's where he's going. Hell isn't actually meant for you. It's meant for the devil and his angels. But you can go there if you want. The word says, I, I lay before you life and death. Choose life. And I just want to encourage you today. Choose life. Choose to get God's self-control and live in integrity and go after that imperishable crown. Because if you don't, you're defeated. You're going to be defeated. And your name's going to be blotted out of the book of life if you ever got that far. Sign up for the war. Sign up. Get in. Before it's too late. Don't let the enemy drag you around here and then pull you into hell with him besides. He has no good for you. He's evil. He has no compassion for you. Money has no compassion for you. Your house has no compassion for you. They're all just things. Jesus gave his life for you. He has compassion for you. He told me, he said, it hurt me so much that you hurt that I wanted to hurt for you. Wow. Do you know anybody like that? That they want to hurt for you? I know that when you have kids, you feel that compassion. Like, if I could go through this for you, I would. Because I see you're hurting so much. But we can't, but he could, and he did. He laid down his life so you could live with God forever, so that you could have control over the sin, over the enemy. Him in you gives you the power to resist the things the enemy is trying to control you with. Whether it be food, whether it be, you know, there's so many things that you're not even aware of. You know, you think a, a food addiction is okay or alcohol addiction is okay, and it's not. Because if you think it's okay and you just go with it, you're not being victorious, and your name's going to be blotted out of the book of life. I might be speaking to a lot of Christians who think, well, there's nothing I can do. I tried this, I tried that. God didn't deliver me. He already delivered you. Jesus living on the inside of you is your power to resist the enemy who's using the alcohol to try to control you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You can let go of it. When you hear, feel that nudge from Jesus, he's saying, don't do it. And when you listen to him, his power surges through you and you can just not do it. But if you keep thinking about you want to do it and you can't and you're listening to the enemy say you can't and you don't have that kind of self-control, you can. You can. But if you're listening to him, you won't. 
and you'll be defeated. He wants you to be defeated because he was defeated. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I am knocking at the door of your heart. And if you allow me to come in by obeying me, heeding my voice, then I will come in and I will live on the inside of you. I will dine with you. I'll be with you all the time. I'll be your counselor, your standby, your teacher. I'll tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit will come and live on the inside of you. And those are our promises. He'll be our counselor, our standby. He'll tell us things to come. He's going to be there for us all the time. He's there 24-7. So if you want to say that prayer with me, I'll say it with you right now. I want to mention Revelation 3.19. That... That salvation comes with instruction and correction. And Jesus said, I correct you because I love you. I correct you because I want you to have eternal life. And so get that in your thinking. This commitment comes with correction. Lay it down, submit to him, and he will be your God. But he won't force himself on you. He's not going to make you do anything. So let's pray. Jesus, come and live on the inside of us. Be our God. We submit to you. We are going to heed your voice from this moment on because we know you got a good plan for us. Not to harm us, but good. A good plan. More than we can ask or think. We want eternity with you, Jesus. Help us. Help us to see Help us to see. Come live on the inside of us. We want to be born of the Spirit. We commit to you. We love you. We praise you. We're going to get up every day and seek you. Seek after righteousness. We're going to sign up for all the things the enemy wants to come up against us with. His lies. We're going to stand and walk through those lies and know that it's just air. We can walk right through it because it's just a lie. Thank you, Lord, that we can see. Thank you for the power to get our crown of righteousness, for the revelation knowledge that we need. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. Take this opportunity now and start your day new. Get up and serve Jesus. Get on your knees, talk to him, read the word of God. If you don't have a physical Bible, you can go to BibleGateway.com or other places on the internet and get the Bible. Hear the word. Hearing the word is going to make you prosper. Whatever you put your eye to, it's going to grow in you. So when you put the Word of God in your heart, it's going to grow and grow and grow. You're going to see more and more and more. You're going to get closer and closer to Jesus. It's going to help you to obey Him. Don't let the enemy come and steal God from you by distracting you from God, by distracting you from doing that thing. Don't let him pull on your flesh. Don't let him get you offended. Read Mark 4. Get up every day and look at the Word and find out how life is lived in heaven and you will gain that imperishable crown, that imperishable body. 
that you need to have everlasting life. And don't let the enemy tell you hell is okay. It's not. Read the word you find out. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.